Welcome to Fireteam Chat. It's an extra special episode. This is episode 200 Crazy. of IGN's Destiny Show. Joining me today is CJ Gibson. What's up? Sean Finnegan. Chomp, chomp. And Steven Rue. What up? There we have is. a big episode today. Make sure you watch all the way to the very end. We're going to be talking about memories that we have of working on this show, everybody that has helped make it possible, and we have a little something at the end that you'll definitely want to hear. We're also going to talk about the patch notes, of course, from the last few weeks as we had a little bit of a vacation, mm. uh, but first, I got to pass it to Sean Finnegan. You have something you want to reveal on the show today. Yeah, um, probably to a lot of the audience's happiness, this <laughs> will be my last Fireteam Chat episode oh. as like a full-time member of the panel. Uh, I can't announce where I'm going yet, but I will be leaving IGN. Um, I'm not going too far. I'll still be in content. I'll still be making things, and I'll still be on camera. So, <laughs> no, no, not yeah. going to Bungie. Not going to Bungie. Uh, not going to a developer. But uh, I will be really sad to go. I've been at IGN seven years, and I, I go back with all of you very long time and yeah. uh, fireteam chat specifically has been a huge part of my life and the content that I make on a regular basis so I want to thank you guys for having the opportunity to come on the show and express my opinions uh, about the game that I love and uh, you know if you're an audience member out there love me or hate me I want you to know that there was never a moment that I wasn't speaking what I truly felt about the game whether that's something agree. you agreed with or didn't <laughs> that that was the thing that we've all talked a little bit about this off camera that i appreciated the most uh you may not see it but in behind the scenes uh we actually very much disagree about a lot of things but i think it's pretty well known even from the people in you know watch that we are good friends and yeah. it is one of those things where uh yeah i have to i think it's hilarious because more often than not the moment the camera ends i look at sean and i'm going like bro are you serious <laughs> and now i know that he is but i've just accepted that fact so i definitely will miss you and for that perspective you always brought to the show thanks yeah i mean i think we do a really good job as uh people on this show talking about how we perceive the game in a way that's really honest yeah. i don't think mm -hmm. i would ever uh you know say what we've said wasn't true to how we felt about yeah. the game and sometimes Absolutely like cj true. said we disagree on that a lot and sometimes we do it on the show and we definitely do it like <laughs> out in the editorial pit like yeah. we talk about destiny and sometimes we argue and we get loud and stuff it's great punches yeah. are thrown yeah. <laughs> but uh but like for the audience people out there like i mean it just i don't think there's any harm in reiterating that yeah we're always very honest about how we feel about that and obviously that doesn't mean you have to agree with it but it is how we feel yeah, yeah. the show has been better because you've been on it and of course if you ever have time and you want to stop by, the seat's there for you. So Thank you. I, I really appreciate that. Yeah, I mean, uh, I don't know how much time I'll have to be able to come back, but I w you know, welcome the opportunity, and thank you guys for that. And I will try Absolutely. not to be a stranger. But like I said, I'm not going too far. Mm -hmm. um, you could actually follow me on Twitter at Shop by Finnegan because I will be able to announce where I'm going and the details of that after I leave IGN, mm -hmm. which at this point will be in about two weeks. Um, this last week... Uh, this upcoming week will be the sort of wrapping up period for me and finishing up my projects, sort of imparting any wisdom I have onto the producers around who are uh, sticking around and, uh, you know, kind of just getting ready to make a big change in my life. Yeah. But, you know, like I said, you guys have been a big part of my life. The show has been a big part of my life as well as all the fans out there. So we really have 
the best community out there and you guys. So uh, thank you for supporting the show. Thank you for supporting me and all these guys up here. I know we really appreciate it. So uh, yeah, thank absolutely. you. Thank you, Sean. Uh, our producer, Ronnie, actually helped us put together a little bit of a package oh. to really encompass what you have brought to the show. And uh, we thought we'd play it at the top. Ronnie, if you could, t- could play it, we'll react to it live. <laughs> Go. See, it feels good, though, finally, because that Titan sound, when you heard it in Destiny 1, you ran. Now in Destiny 2, you hear that Spectre Blade sound, you're like, that's what it feels like. <laughs> All right, well, here I am. Bungie, the next thing you should do for Hammer Titans, make us invisible, too. <laughs> Just throw invisible hammers, can't see me, I'm not on the radar. Invisible hammers. Hey, then we want... Yeah. If you AFK Balance. in something like Gambit or Report. like that... Well, kicks, yeah. If you're that player, I write your name down in a book. <laughs> I have a, li- a little like, book. Like, not only do you get reported, but I remember your name. It's written down. And he calls up Deej. Yeah. Oh. Sean like has it there. He's like, "Let me look." Yeah, and then <laughs> I call H, and then I call Bungie via my Bungie apologist red phone. This is Sean Finnegan. Yeah. You know, Fortnite actually is a great game to look at. It is I, amazing. Yeah. Out quiet. Let me just stick to the topic of life. Sean, what's uh, what's your sixty second? What, Sixty what second solution. Do? Yeah, what should they do? Uh, well, first off, I don't <laughs> think you have to good. fix something that isn't broken. <laughs> Guess that's so done. the solution is to get good. Nicely done. Fire team chat. Oh, oh, look at how oh, wow. friend. Oh. everybody. Welcome back hey. this week. My friend, Twitter handle is different. Indeed. Thank you for making time. Yeah. I look exactly the same. I definitely don't lose weight. Hello, everyone. Sean, you've been playing a lot of Destiny. I've put in what I was calling first episode of time over the last couple weeks. Yeah. What brought you back? Uh, honestly, it was House of Wolves, you know? Wow, yeah, like Destiny 1, you won back in the day. You know, yeah. Look at my uh, iPhone, Which it's I thought white. it was a great game back then, too, <laughs> but brand. it just seemed a little bit bare bones. What is he but wearing? All this new content has got hair looks great. Oh, it's always. Actually, this is my first podcast room, Oh, it is, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think you talked show. about it on, like, online. Why am I writing? Stuff that you're on. I do oh, I had to do breakouts. Yeah, that's right. Wow. Oh, yeah. This so I thought, crazy, we, yeah. I thought we would take a little bit of a trip down memory lane and sort <laughs> yeah, of talk yeah. about how you ended up on the show. Uh, originally, the show was uh, me, Jose, and Alfredo. Right. Alfredo left. He's now at Rooster Teeth, mm-hmm. right? Uh, and then uh, we brought you in. And, and my goal was always to have a PlayStation fan represented and a Xbox fan represented and also PvP players represented, right? Mm-hmm. And that's why what you guys represent today. And I know we all play on PC. It would be great to have a console player, but we don't happen to have one well, we try in the office. Oh, try. We used to yeah, we used to be. Players. That's how we started. Yeah. But uh, yeah, you brought both the Xbox fan base, gave mm-hmm. them a voice, and you also brought the PvP fan base. Do you remember how you ended up on the show? Um, I don't. It was a long time ago at this point. But I do remember that originally the show was you, uh, Fran, and... Uh, Oh, wait, sorry, Alfredo and Jose. And then mm-hmm. I remember there was like sort of rotating third chairs there when people were out of the office because mm-hmm. the reality of IGN is everyone who is on camera is super busy. It isn't our jobs just to do what we're doing right now yeah. as yeah. much as we would like it to be. So Jose was out or uh, Alfredo was out or something, and I remember you coming to me because mm-hmm. at that point uh, a lot of people were playing in the office who you don't see on camera. And uh, I had been on Unlocked, so you and I had talked a lot. And you knew Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I used to be like the sixth man on yeah. Locked. Um, and then, uh, so you knew I had the ability to like talk passionately about things that I care about. And uh, we had a good rapport. And I think you had me fill in one time, and that was what we just saw right there. And I mm-hmm. think it just became. That was the crew. 
Yeah, those yeah. three for, for a, like, long a long time. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's funny. Prior to me coming here, I actually used to watch a lot of fire. <laughs> yeah, that was pre you even yeah. being at IGN. Yeah. I wasn't in wow. in IGN at all. So I played a little bit online with you and Fran. I didn't play Destiny one much with you because you were on Xbox exactly, at the time. Yeah. And so it was weird coming in and seeing that because yeah, Alfredo was in the mix a lot, and Alfredo yeah announced that he was leaving, and once he did that, you pretty much jumped in to fill that spot. So yeah, yeah I mean Alfredo was also while he was here being pulled in a lot of directions, right? Because, like, he oh, was, you know, he's branded. a skilled, yeah, he's a skilled Let's player. Play. So he was always yeah. doing, uh, you know, he played Destiny a lot because he liked it, but he was also playing a lot of other first-person shooters at mm. the time. Like, he, there was a Far Cry game that came out. Yeah. Rainbow Six Siege, I think, was coming out at, right. around that time. So he was being pulled in a lot of different directions. And so filling that third seat became something that we needed to do a little bit more regularly, and mm. I think I kind of came in there and... Like you said, uh, was a voice for the Xbox people because people had known known me from coming from Unlocked. Um, also focused a little bit more, I think, at that point than other people did on the PvP aspect of it. And uh, you know, I think I just found a home talking about a game that I love. Stephen, yeah. when did you meet Sean for the first time? When did I meet Sean for the first time, like in you, person? Yeah, do you remember even? It would have been, it, it the, been the reveal. Like, office, was that the, no, right? was that the twentieth? No, it was at the twentieth. Twentieth. Yeah. Reveal. I think mm-hmm. I said hi to you. Briefly. And what's your impression of him? Tell him right now to his face. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, at the, twi- at the IGN 20th anniversary yeah, party? Yeah, because I was there. Because that I, was a really cool party. It was a long time ago. I basically had met Steven online playing Trials. It. Yeah, it, it was, well, this is all kind of a blur, but I met Steven online playing Trials, and I remember him hitting me up going like, is this IGN party something that like other people can go to externally? And I was like, yeah, I should come on out. And he's like, yeah, dude, I watch the show a lot. And I was like, well, I'm pretty sure we're all going to be there. And that was the first time. <laughs> yeah. that, that. And again, this is way before you were hired, because that was about like a year and a half to two years, maybe before you were actually hired. When was the 20th? That was like three years ago. Is that the one where we did the photos together and stuff like that with the ghosts? Mm, oh, Some oh, of it that is. party. I'm thinking yeah. about the 20th anniversary E3 party. No, like, oh, huge like theater. That. Yeah, yeah. The, well, it was here in San Francisco. It was oh, down okay. the road. Off I remember. Of, uh, I remember. Yeah. I remember that one. Yeah. 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 So that's where Stephen met me. I think. All, well, no, we probably. That's where I met all that. of you guys for the first time in yeah. person. Yeah, yeah. yeah. in person. I, I, I had played I with CJ for a long time before that. Yeah. I was like, that guy will never work at IG. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, Steven, you were very nice. Uh, yeah, so real quick, uh, Fran wanted to be here. He couldn't, but he sent a little video in just to sort of um, also say his goodbyes and, and talk about episode 200 being a special episode. So we'll sort of that really quick. Fran, take it away. Hey, Guardians. I can't believe I'm not there for episode 200 of Fireteam Chat. What a special day. But... On this very Friday, I also do a little FM3 over on Twitch thing, a day I'm trying to carve out, so I'm trying to stick to that schedule. But rest assured, I would love to get back there, uh, you know, when we get some more content out for Season of the Drifter. Uh, So hopefully, I make it back over there for that. But I wanted to say, I miss everyone. Uh, Would love to come back on the show. I'm wearing the shirt today. Obviously, a very special day. Um, And man, it's just been a crazy ride. All these years since the Destiny Alpha is how far, far back it is for me, and I'm sure many of you um, and it's just an, an amazing community and seeing where Fireteam Chat is today, uh, the show that it is. I know it being a half hour show, a 45 minute show, a 60 minute show, uh, it's taken many evolutions and people always want more. But, um, you know, honestly, I was always really proud of the format that we had over there. And anyway, long story short, the show's awesome. I miss being on it. Hope to get back uh, again when the season of the Drifter and some content is around. Um, CJ, Destin, and Stev and team asked me, to say one important thing, which is farewell to Sean. Obviously, uh, you know, I was involved when we hired Sean at IGN 
And, you know, to hear now that he's moving on to uh, brighter pastures and new pastures, I should say, is uh, super exciting. But he's not going to be on Fireteam Chat anymore. I know how that feels. I know he's probably bummed and the crew's probably bummed. But, um, dude, I enjoyed all the shows being on with you. You taught me a lot about World of Warcraft. Uh, you know, I knew, I thought I knew about it, but man, you're the expert. Um, just kidding, Sean. But uh, it's been great to see Sean, you know, sticking with Destiny all these years. I'll be honest, I wasn't sure that he was going to because he had a lot of um, critiques in the beginning, right? And like, it's not that we all don't as Destiny fans, but um, it's amazing to see that uh, it has, it has grown on him and uh, how long he's been part of Fireteam Chat. But I digress. Anyway, Sean, I wish you well on all your new endeavors. And, uh, you know, obviously the Fireteam Chat crew, you're going to be fine. You got so many great people over there who still love Destiny and play Destiny and know what to say when it comes to all the new updates coming out there. So I guess that's mostly it. Uh, one other quick memory that I had, I was reflecting on The Guardian Out. Uh, and you, you try to come up with stuff for shows and have like a little tagline. And I think they're going to talk about it or have talked about it already on the show. But I was just thinking back that that really is something that is special about the show. We didn't really sit down and come up with, until next time, Guardians out. Um, we were just sitting in the room and we were ending the show. And I'm sure Destin has a clip of it. But I remember like blurting it out. I was like, Guardians out or Guardian out or whatever. And uh, we kind of just laughed about it, but it evolved much like the game and the community. And I'm just happy to see that uh, it's still as cringeworthy as ever and that we've stuck with it. Just that is what this show represents, right? So anyway, happy 200, uh, 200th episode. Sorry that I couldn't be there, but I'll be back in the show soon enough if they'll have me, even after disgracing them on uh, the 200th episode. So last note is, um, you know, my favorite memory of Sean, I forgot to say, so, of course, when he spoiled Avengers Infinity War for me. So I've been trying to forget what he said. I haven't actually even seen Infinity War yet. Now, part of that is because I have to watch uh, some other movies before I sit down and finally complete that journey. But uh, I'm trying to, like, wait so long that I just don't remember what he said. So no spoilers. Anyway, it's been great, everyone. Happy 200th episode. Getting those comments, spam those likes, you know, all the stuff to do. Uh, sorry I couldn't be on the show, but I will see you all very soon and until next time guardian out not surprising franz still has not seen avengers <laughs> <laughs> oh man i i really do miss fran thank you fran for that um you know fran hired me and i have learned so much from fran he's you know we i think we've said this before on the show but the ign video the business that ign is now uh mm -hmm. that was built by fran like yeah. He yeah built the house that is ign video and i don't know i think literally all of us on here and many people out there who you don't see on camera owe their careers and their starts yeah, to that guy. Absolutely. He's just like, dude's a legend. Yeah. Ironically, uh, this show really well represented the video team at IGN yeah. because <laughs> video people kept ending up. Brian Malkowitz has been on the show, for example, and he yep. ended up producing the show. Mm -hmm. Ronnie will never be on. <laughs> but yeah, someday we need you cool. back there ronnie <laughs> yeah ronnie has been a backers. phenomenal addition he has helped yeah. me so much like he allows me to work on other projects and he really really helps make this show what it is today 
and he's only been here a little while. Yeah, so. since pretty much like I think uh, October, we we got a chance to reach out to Ronnie that Comic Con. Yeah, uh, that just went by. Yeah, I've been been absolutely positive. Uh, 2006 is when I first met Fran, which is crazy. Yeah, oh, wow. you guys go way back. That goes back a long way. And then I obviously had my own business in Canada and did whatever, but I ended up not coming until I think yeah 2015 near the end of it. But that was right when we were playing a lot of Destiny online. So I do attribute some of be getting here playing Destiny and knowing Fran. It was a combination of the two. Uh, I used to edit the Armory at Screw Attack, and he called me up one day because I was having like this weird screen tearing issue with uh, Final Cut Pro. He calls <laughs> oh. me up and he's like, "Yeah, hey, what's going on? Yeah, I know your, your videos are great; they're awesome, but uh, you need to do this thing to adjust the screen tearing." And I was like, "This guy doesn't know what the hell he's talking about, <laughs> <laughs> idiot!" Uh, oh, it worked. Yeah. Was like, oh, he hired <laughs> yeah. me. Uh, yeah, and then he hired me a few years <laughs> later after that, uh, after I moved to San Francisco, and uh, it worked out. It was cool. It was really, really Rest cool. Peace, right. friend. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still out there. Mm-hmm. Still out there doing his thing. Uh, Sean, mm-hmm. you started doing a weird thing that I hate, but at the request of our audience, we put oh, together no. a montage <laughs> of a little thing you do at the start of the show that, uh, well, it's something. Just check it out, everybody. Jump, jump, jump. Hello, everyone. Jump, jump, jump. Finnegan. Jump, jump. I'm back. There everybody. it is. Jump, jump, there jump. There it is. Sean Finnegan. Hello. Jump, jump. <laughs> we'll do it. Chomp, chomp. Chomp, chomp. Steven Rue. What in the? <laughs> chomp, chomp. There it Fun. is. Ram Mirabella. Chomp. Oh. Hey, Guardians. <laughs> and Sean Finnegan. I don't know what to do. Oh. <laughs> Hello. Troll you. Let's hear it. you. Chomp, chomp. Yes. And that is Sean Finnegan. Hello. <laughs> I don't like that last one, very uh, yeah. Chomp, 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 chomp. Sorry. Where now? Yeah. Where did chomp, chomp originate? Is it a PG story? Is, Can you yeah, tell it us? Is, it is. Okay. It's a stupid it's story, a though. I never know. Yeah. It's you a know? it's a stupid story, though. Uh, back in the day, actually, you noticed earlier in the other package that at one point my Twitter handle was not what it is now. Shot by Finnegan. It was oh, I'm right. Finnegan. I am Finnegan. And uh, that comes from an old StarCraft clan, and I wanted to change that, uh, especially because I was going to be getting verified, and I wanted to have a name that was more representative of me and my brand. And so there was this big brainstorm in the office. This is... This was work. Me, Alfredo, <laughs> Tim Geddes, Alexis Kazambalidis at the time. Oh, God, Alexis, yeah. Pence now. Mm-hmm. Uh, a bunch of people were all talking about Malkowitz. Like, we all kind of were throwing around ideas. And the one that everyone seemed to like was um, either... Too fast, too Finnegan. <laughs> no, I like that. Or uh, Scott Taylor took that. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Too Scott, too yeah. furious. Or sh- uh, Shark Finnegan. Mm. And mm. Tim Geddes was the one who just kept calling me the shark. And okay, I'll kind of not tell you why, but. Uh, <laughs> It, <laughs> Does okay. it involve hiking? No, it doesn't involve hiking. <laughs> but I think I know. We should just probably gloss no, over. No, it's there. just more because like I'm, uh, I'm Focus? focused. I'm yeah. a little Driven? aggressive, a little, a little abrasive, I guess. <laughs> oh, there god. you go. And, uh, I mean, so he calls it again. Yeah. Oh my god, your water's gonna fall. Oh, you're right. Thank you. <laughs> uh, it was about to happen. Yeah. It might as well be episode 200. Uh, so he 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 was really pushing for Shark Finnegan, and I didn't want to do that because that's stupid. And uh, <laughs> but you embraced but he kept, chomp. He kept calling me that, and then it started to stick, especially with what became the kind of funny audience. Right, right. Uh, they all know me as the shark, and there's clips of me at kind of funny live, like coming out on stage with like a little shark hat on. <laughs> there's a clip where like that. they start doing this chant, chomp, 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 and like hundreds and hundreds of people are doing the same like so now i kind of just have to embrace it although <laughs> i do think it. it's stupid <laughs> oh hey <laughs> yeah. okay I, I like you more now <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> that's hilarious it's yeah. a thing like my thing's pointing right 
So. I think that's a lot of people's thing, but sure. <laughs> no, I did that back in Hard News days. Oh, right. Hard News. <laughs> the see, point. See, I and never there would had, be a Zoom. I never had a thing. I mean, I say what's up at the beginning, but that's like a pretty generic thing. Chomp Chomp is at least your, fairly your original. Your thing is you're incredibly nice and on-the-fence guy. There you go. <laughs> I, oh, definitely. I am the on-the-fence guy, yeah. seeing both sides. That's, well, that's have the, you considered this perspective? That, but that's, that's, my, <laughs> that's my parental nature. It's like I'm always going, well, I don't know. Well, let's play and nice, guys. Let's do this. I'm literally the judge of like three kids constantly so i remember what it was like being like a child and going oh that's why he's thinking that way but then the parent side of me is like well on the other hand i'm like so uh, it, it's very natural mm-hmm. Stephen's just really good at games that's <laughs> his that's thing, his thing. <laughs> yeah yeah thing, i guess uh okay there's there's one other thing you do we have one last package you have a tradition. You have a few traditions on the show, <laughs> he knows and wow, what it is. this one <laughs> wow. you go to a lot. <laughs> oh my god! Take it away, Ronnie. In, in World of Warcraft's players' minds, the subscription uh, World of Warcraft has a subscription fee of fifteen dollars <laughs> a month, and that was at one point like thirteen million, fifteen million active players. Yeah, yeah. like I'm just. I'm not arguing to... about it. Like it's. <laughs> or even. I gotta ask you a question, Sean. Yeah. It's about World of Warcraft. Yeah. Did they do this? Yeah, so that's what I was going to say. Is there are a lot of timed quests in World of Warcraft, right? Like, so for instance, uh, in Battle of Azeroth right now, in games like WoW and Diablo, that just facilitates a whole new level of death. I'm, I'm not going to elaborate too much on it. Yeah. Oh, so you bring it up dude, once in a while yeah. on the show. <laughs> Just about once in a while. That was yeah. the long play. Like, I knew someday this would be used for something, which is the reason why if it wasn't on a wide shot when you said it, I made sure to get it in. But <laughs> I, I watched actually previous episodes, even in the old studio, and I found two or three. We couldn't find them for this episode. But yeah, yeah you, you referenced it a lot. It's actually pretty funny when we look back at it. Yeah, there's a lot of references to World of Warcraft throughout the episodes. There it is again. <laughs> but I mean, I hope people understand why, right? Like, of course. Yeah. WoW is a very influential game that nailed a lot of the systems that we come to know in Destiny later on. So, Like Infusion. Yeah. <laughs> and Transmog. Transmog. Yeah. It still doesn't exist. But, you know, whatever. That's what I mean. Uh, that was good, though. Oh, God. Uh, anyway, so I think that's enough of nostalgia. Let's get in the news mm. so Sean can be salty one last time before he goes. <laughs> yeah. We've missed two fairly significant stories. One was this week, but we're going to go back a little bit and talk about the state of trials of Osiris, and how we feel about that. Here's the quote that we have from Bungie, which they released two twabs ago. Yeah. As longtime Destiny players know, Trials of Osiris was released in May 2015 as the original high-stakes weekend PvP event. Trials had an amazing impact on our game and our community. It was a pinnacle venue for players to show off their best skills, strategies, and gear. Well, we got rid of it forever. Sorry, every no, that's not what they said. So here's what they said about bringing it back. Both Destiny and the online PvP scene has evolved since 2015, so we don't believe that bringing it back, the 2015 version of Trials of Osiris, would accomplish what our goals are today. Until we have a solid prototype for a pinnacle PvP endgame activity, Trials is staying on hiatus indefinitely and will not return over the course of the next few seasons. When we have those new plans ready, we'll be sure to share them with you. I was very dismayed by this, personally. I was so hoping that they would just turn back on the version that they had in Destiny 2 so I could get that gear that I never had an opportunity to. Yeah. Or 
I honestly, I really wish I don't understand why they never left it on in Destiny One. It doesn't make any sense to me. It's just a weekend thing. It seems like it's on a cycle. Yeah, I mean, I think just from even the conversations I've uh, you know witnessed online. Now, as I say this, painful. Like I want Trials to come back probably more than the next person. Um, when did Battle Royale start becoming really big into the scene? Do you remember PUBG? Yeah, PUBG. Yeah, PUBG. started with H1. Well, H1. Yeah. But it wasn't big in H1. Mm-hmm. So, so it's like I think if it's you kinda. if you look at what that introduced into the PvP space, that dominates a lot of like streamer and you know the views and the people that are playing the games right now. Now I don't think that that's a reason why they turn it off, but I think that does some have some effect on it. And I mean, we were talking about year one or year one of trials versus year three. Digging year three of trials, not really right. Well, technically, that was year two. That was year two of Trials, right? Well, midway through when Bef- they did the special ammo update. Before the special ammo update, I think Trials was in a really strong place. Yeah, I agree. When yeah. it was hand cannons or pulses or scouts. Yeah. Even when the AR was a, a usable King item. first came out, I think that's when Trials was at, at its best. Yeah. Exactly. And then they started changing the sandbox and adding... Some people say that sidearms well, actually broke it. Absolutely. I yeah. think some of that was that. But then if you look at even like Destiny 2... Um, you know, pow- power ammo changed it. The two primary system changed it. There's a lot of things that just well, countdown and survival change it. There's a lot yeah, of that things was that just big one. <laughs> those are big ones, and it just never felt quite the same in Destiny Two as Destiny One. Um, I appreciate all the things they added, going to the spire. Um, you know, some of the things of not having to go into the you know the reef to get your boons. Those were welcome additions, but the problem is they had so many downsides to them as well that yeah, the game were, just those never were took quality off. of life yeah. changes. And exactly, like, not like and Bungie always yeah. does quality of life changes well. Yes, yeah, yeah. But. So, but so it's unfortunate. Like I, yeah, I, I heard this announcement. And I'm like, oh man, but I, I do think that this is again them expectation setting. We, you know, all were I think waiting for it, and if it's not going to come back, and we even said that a few times, like, oh, is it going to be next season? You're constantly yeah. waiting next season. They're like, hey, stop guessing. It's yes, going to be a long. Stop time. doing that. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. Well, that's that's a little bit of a bummer for me. I, I really don't get. They just took it away on all platforms. Mm-hmm. Like. Why? I, I wish they would have just left it on. Maybe it was like a pinnacle activity they only wanted to be available in Destiny 2 so that more people played Destiny 2. It had to be a business strategy, right? I mean, I get the desire to want to do something new with it, right? Yeah. Like, I, I, the idea, like, on this show and on many other Destiny content shows and Destiny fans out there, voice the concern of rehashing old content, right? They just don't want what we already had yeah. back again. and being it called new, right? So if you're the dev, I can understand like maybe there's a danger in bringing back trials as it once was without Mm -hmm. changing anything because people have said, we don't want what we already had. We want something new, right? So I get that. Also, they said in the statement that it doesn't fit their goals for 2018, 2019. Mm -hmm. So depending on what their goals are, we may not know what Mm -hmm. they aim to achieve with it. So we have to understand that as well. Yeah, they have a lot going on. Like, they're no longer with Activision. Yeah, there's a lot lot on their table. There's a patent out there for either a new game or possibly a launcher, if people are guessing. But the fact... fact, It's a rumor. Yeah. 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 But the fact of the matter remains that your most hardcore... Okay, people get on me for using the word hardcore. Your most engaged Destiny fans want something that's regular and competitive and different every time you play it. Yeah. To keep them coming back to the game in the long term. Mm-hmm. And Destiny doesn't have anything like that right now. Yeah. Uh, we're getting towards the end of Black Armory. We have new content coming up. We'll see what's in that. Maybe there's something in there to keep us like engaged for the long term. But for all people who were back, who were fans of Destiny back in Destiny 1, Trials was that thing where week to week you could come back. It was sweaty. Chase it was hard. Yeah. yeah. You could chase the gear. Mm-hmm. It was fun. And it was every, rewarding. And more importantly, every match was different. That's yeah. what. 
Bungie is having a tough time doing with the modes that are in the game now. And what Battle Royales are doing best now is that there's one map in Apex Legends. There's and every game the same, a story. the same weapons, although and I know they just added one. But when you get to that end game, where it's just you and another squad or you and two other squads, it's different every single time based on yeah. the terrain, based on the weapons, based on the mm-hmm. gameplay. And Trials was that for Destiny, and there's nothing in the game like that now, and it needs that. Whether or mm-hmm. not it is Trials or not, that remains to be seen yeah. for me. Like mm-hmm. if you if Bungie tells me, listen, that's not what trials is going to be. We have a different plan for trials, but this is what that's going to be. Some other new, new mode. Rift comes back and it's different or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Right? Then I'm welcoming. I'm welcoming. I'm open. I'm open to that idea. Yeah. The trials was such a linchpin community wise too. Gameplay aside, it was like people made like livings off of carrying people who've never been who don't. Not have that we necessarily suffer. advocate for that, but that yeah. is true. But yeah. like yeah. people who necessarily wouldn't have the skill wise to do it themselves really good elite players would help them get to the lighthouse and i feel like that is something you don't see in battle royales because there's no end carrot when you get to the lighthouse or when you get a win in battle royale it's just like that feeling and i think that made destiny so interesting especially on twitch because if you look at single players on twitch a lot of people just watch street their favorite streamers play single players and they don't have incentive to play the single players mm-hmm. with battle royales you want to watch really great players play battle royales to like kind of learn from them i guess with destiny i th- always felt like it was a perfect middle spot where you want to watch elite players and people who do raids but you also wanted to play the game for yourself and a lot because you wanted the loot a lot of those streamers like i know grainer jake he's been on the show before mm-hmm. he would um he would help people get to the lighthouse yeah. he ran me to the lighthouse once exactly. actually on xbox uh like before uh destiny one trials went away and it was just, it's a really cool way to collaborate with your community if you're a twitch streamer or something yeah it, it did foster a sense of community there there is something to be said about whether or not it's the most competitive game type i think we've had that conversation sean you you, you within would, destiny within destiny right like oh, and you'd say like, right? like yeah the game yeah. you know while maybe not balanced like other competitive games like csgo or whatever like for destiny that mode felt super competitive and that end game like the last few rounds that you got back into that back and forth chess style situation with your supers in destiny one it is pretty amazing like it was hard to actually like explain what that feeling is especially after if you're on like round seven or eight and you're you know you need that one extra little yellow circle in Mm -hmm. there right i mean it was really intense it did destiny's gameplay a favor because like the problem with i think countdown is that like you start you start a round. One, it switches round. Like, you defend yeah, and attack. Sides. Alternate. That yeah. sucks. But it breaks up the action. Destiny yeah. is good when it's fast and fluid. And yeah. that's what Trials was. It's like, even if you died, you could be rezzed. Yes. In fact, res sniping became a thing. Like, the gameplay kept moving. Like, mm-hmm. as long as you were alive, or even if you were dead, you were still part of the game. Yeah. And it didn't and push, end. Sorry, it just reminded me of, like, the push mechanic with yeah. res sniping, yeah. too. And it you res someone became, and run at them so that they couldn't get yeah. res sniped because yeah. you're moving them. And like, you were in cool. if you knew to do that. Like, yes. you, you had the hints. Yeah, like, that mode allowed for a meta to evolve. And people, this is something that's kind of insider baseball for esports, but if you're into competitive games, the meta is what people chase, right? Mm. The gameplay doesn't itself change, nor do the mechanics, but how the game is played by players at the elite level, that changes all the time. Yeah. And that's what we call the meta. And at no other point in any Destiny mode has the meta changed besides from besides Trials. And so yeah. whether or not it's Trials that we get in 2019 or beyond, Destiny needs something where the meta can evolve and shift by virtue of the community and not necessarily the mechanics and the content. Yeah. Otherwise, it, it won't survive. Interestingly enough, I've always said in past shows, 
would elimination work with 4v4? And I never knew because obviously we haven't had a chance to try it out. But I've been playing a lot of Apex Legends and your squads are three. And it really feels Trials-esque in a, in a it way. It does. Because three like, is a magic number. I think it's three is a magic number because yeah. like yeah. You, your two teammates die and they're looking at you. And you have to fight another team of three and you can pull that off. 1v3 versus 1v4 is extremely it's different. A big it's dramatically yes. different. Yeah. Your chances of winning a 1v4, I don't care how good you are, are extremely low. But in 1v3, you have the 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 room to like outplay and outmaneuver people. And yeah. I think I, I'm convinced that three is the magic number now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's other things about the game mode, but that is one of them. You talked mm-hmm. about countdown and switching sides. Yeah, res tokens and all the rest of that stuff. There were too many gameplay mechanics that were introduced that you had to keep track of. And in the moment, like when you're going, okay, I need to res you, and you're like, oh, I don't have a token, and, and all the rest of this stuff, mm-hmm. it just did not have the same feel. So primary weapon system, power ammo every round. Um, you know, what I would love, and people said, well, you know, you guys can critique it a lot. What would you like to be changed? Crucible Labs, I thought, was going to potentially introduce some of these things, mm-hmm. if not permanently, just for like a week to test out. They haven't done much with it in a and, while, And then right? go away, and I they haven't done I think we've gotten like much. four things total with Crucible Labs, which yeah. is a disappointment. And, and I was hoping that that, until maybe if there's something that they can do in the future that brings in even just standard elimination or something back for a week or two temporarily in mm-hmm. the form of Crucible Labs, so then your brain is not going, oh, this is promised to us in Infinitely, it's a test. Yeah, just that see would what be it's great. like. Like if it goes like. over well, maybe you run with the ball, right? But Absolutely. like, I just don't. There is a question about whether or not. At least I think there is a question about whether or not trials in its 2013, 14 phase like works in 2019. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Like, but at the same time, like, there's no harm in trying, right? Like, yeah. if it's a crucible thing. I think it's simple enough for an audience, for someone who's never watched trials before, to pick up on it. Like yeah. battle royales, yes. it's like. You want to be the last man standing. In elimination, it's you're a team of three. If you die, you can get rezzed, or you, or your yeah. team gets yeah. wiped. Or eliminate I think it's the simple team, enough. Yeah. Like I, I'm obviously we haven't talked to Bungie about it, and I'm curious to see what they think is outdated. But honestly, I think trials in 2019 would still be relevant. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, we talked a little bit last week. Uh, we'll get not the not with subject. special ammo. Well, I'm talking about the format <laughs> yeah. itself. Elimination yeah. is yeah. enticing enough to yeah. watch. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> It'd be interesting. I mean. We all jokingly have said multiple times, ah, oh, you know, Destiny doesn't need a battle royale. It's like, after playing Apex maybe, Legends... Maybe, oh, I still yeah. agree it doesn't need a battle royale. But I'm not saying that, yeah. like, it wouldn't be cool to have one. Like, at this point, oh, once well, you've yeah, played sure. Apex Legends and you feel how similarly those... Like, the shooting, the mechanics, the mobility, the movement, the abilities, those all feel very Destiny-esque. And they also have this bungee feel to the to the meta and the weapons and the sandbox. Would I love to see some kind of battle royale implemented in the Destiny universe? Absolutely. I don't know if that is something that's on the roadmap for them to do or, or if that's possible, but I think that'd be super cool. Now that we've seen... You know, respawn do it. I'd love to see a, a you know a bungee take on. It's it. really interesting because my vi- my pulse on the thing is a lot of Destiny community members do not want battle royales. In fact, they yeah. hate battle royales. <laughs> yeah, like every time we talk about battle royales on the show, the comment section is just filled with. Oh, it's the Apex show. Well, like, we did it that one time pretty heavily. Well, not super not only that, but it. it's like also it came out that week. Yeah, exactly. but not only well, that, people it's were like, fatigued already by the time. Well, like, everyone in the we comments get it. just good. don't want battle royales. They yeah. just don't like that genre. Yeah. I mean, I get it. Listen, I actually don't want a battle royale Destiny thing. I think what Destiny does, it does better than any other game out there. Mm-hmm. But what I wanted yeah. to do actually, like, it sort of goes beyond what Destiny does now, and it kind of inf- it, it like encroaches on territory. 
of esports territory, right? Like I look at a game like Counter Strike, right? I always bring up Counter Strike because it's my favorite game of all time, and I think the greatest competitive shooter ever made there on the is. record. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but Counter Strike hasn't changed since 1999. It's always been what that game is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but and it still has a community. Yeah, it's the biggest first person shooter out there. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> One of them. for a second, I thought like Overwatch might be bigger, but <laughs> it is. It, Overwatch was bigger for a time, but now Counter Strike is it's back still on, on Twitch regularly. Yeah, yeah no. but the point is, Counter Strike's gameplay is so perfect and so awesome, and the fine tuning of the guns is just so laid in that the game evolves in different ways. Now it's how the game is played, the strate- the strategy that pro players use, all of that stuff. Right, that's how the game evolves beyond what the game is. Mm-hmm. Trials is the only thing in Destiny that allowed Destiny to grow beyond what the game format was. So. You actually, I mean, I, I brought it up. Does the old 3v3 elimination style format work in 2019? I don't know, but my instinct is yes. Because it's like Counter-Strike, totally. yeah. where it doesn't have to change. The players make it change, you know? Yeah. Yep. Super random thought that I just came up with. What if they had like a playoff format thing, right? This is completely random. I'm thinking of this out on the fly. <laughs> Four teams of three enter, right? And each team gets paired with another team mm-hmm. and then the winner of those two then then, then turn fight. on each other dude yeah. so okay that would be so awesome <laughs> there would be trials and then like, the team like, that wins they turn on I mean, each like, other we, and then only one stands we had be so cool we had like an elimination in an elimination <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah well like a tournament style format, <laughs> yeah, yeah right yeah. like we talked about whether or not there have been discussions on this show going way back now whether or not destiny could ever be an esport right and we talked a lot about you know how Yes and no because like everyone has different weapons. When and they brought it's not in, necessarily balanced. When they brought in private matches, we thought, oh, this is it. It could have yeah. been right, but the if, dedicated server people yeah. say no. Well, yeah, but dedicated why? servers are a big thing. Obviously, like it being kind of an RPG where people yeah. have different weapons and different armor and st- stuff isn't necessarily balanced. Yeah, that also think. plays a factor. Yeah. yeah, but like to your point, if the tools existed for you to use private matches to create your own tournaments, I guarantee you, people on Twitch would yeah. do that and people would watch it. Yeah, yeah. right for sure. Like yeah. if you, if Dado and his team were like we're putting out a challenge yeah. like put your squad together and if you like i don't know what it is you win a qualifier we'll put you in our tournament it's happening this weekend i can tell i would be there to yeah. watch that just yeah. to see yeah. we could totally we could well, i mean oh my gosh now i'm thinking like potential dude yeah. the, the, the potential for the that competitive is just, yeah. the competitive destiny community is there like, yeah yes. i don't know if you guys knew this but in year one when there were no private matches it's there's something called search eval yeah and people when you would literally up. Sit in a party chat, queue up at the exact same time, <laughs> searching, search, searching. If you hit eval at the same time, it means you guys were probably going to match. And if if one team had eval and you were still searching, you'd both cancel and re- repeat the process. Yeah. Like, dude, the people were that dedicated to sit 30 minutes in orbit trying to get one game going. Like, yeah. it would totally be there. Yeah, yeah back like, in Halo 1 days, they they actually created a thing so you could play online Halo, basically. Well, that's, yeah. Yeah. that's Xbox kind of... Xbox Connect, I think it was. Called, I think, yeah. ultimately, that's the most disappointing thing about... Destiny Now was like Halo, which also was made by Bungie, uh, was the game that gave players in the competitive community the tools to make the competitive nature of the game into what they wanted. And it sprouted things like MLG. Like, MLG was built on the back of Halo. Yeah. And this is that same studio, but Destiny doesn't do that. In fact, it does, it goes out of its way to not do that. Well, that sucks. So it does, but to the other side, and again, 
you let me know when we need to move on because I know we do. I'm keeping an eye on it. Uh, we're talking PvP now. Now, there's a lot of Destiny people who every time we talk about PvP are like, you know, get rid of it. And there is uh, something to be said about that where, I mean, I, we're mostly all PvP guys. You are PvP a little bit, but you like PvE better. I like like I like Apex Legends sort of PvP, but there's no weight to the PvP in Destiny for me right now. There's nothing that I need to do that for. There you go. Trials would have given that to me. If, yeah. the, if the sets were cool, honestly... I didn't do trials because I'm like, it's super sweaty at launch. Yeah. I'll just wait. But then that was a mistake because then the player base drops and I ended up facing off against like G1 or, or yeah, gigs. gigs and, yeah. yeah. And, and, and that's a challenge, right? I think De- Destiny struggling with two identities. And we've said that a lot. And, and which you focus on and how do you build the meta and what do you balance around? And I've always said, even though I'm a PvP fan, that I think that you need to make sure that the PvE people do not feel stifled by these creative decisions in PvP. Because it did. Like, Destiny 2, year one, we said, like, all felt a little bit stale. And I think that was basically normalizing all the weapons to feel equal. I mean, you've said this a lot of times on the show, CJ. As long as your PvE gear and PvP gear are intertwinable, interchangeable, the game will never be balanced. Yeah, There will always be something broken, always be something that people are complaining about. Like, Wormhus Crown... Or worm husk, uh, one-eyed mask, crutch husk. War, war, it's called worm husk crown, right? Uh, yeah. Heal. Theoretically, if you dodge as a hunter and you get your health back in PVE, that would be great, right? Like you're in a raid, you're about to die, you dodge. In PVP, it was super broken, which you, had, you still use you all had the time. Teams of hunters that just did that, and you couldn't out one. <laughs> you, like in Destiny, especially, like you know, you tag them twice and you push then, but they get their health back as a worm husk, and then you're at a disadvantage. And shotgun. It's yeah. like mm-hmm. it'll never. Be balanced, and Bungie's always fighting an impossible fight with this. If you really wanted a competitive PvP experience, you have to separate the two. You have to, have to, have to. Yep. You could just make a mode where weapons aren't on. <laughs> I but, love that. So here's the thing: yeah. is you say that, but year like the first iteration of Trials mm-hmm. was pretty balanced. And it didn't separate PvP but, and but PvE. It, but you're, you're, you're right. What, what was year one? Was it pulses at that point? No, or was, it was, it, was it thorns? Thorn? Yeah. It was thorn, thorn last word. People hated that. Yeah. yeah, I loved it. But here's the thing. I, <laughs> loved, I love it. I am all that I loved it. I loved it. But, <laughs> but that's what we're saying. It's like, it, it was <laughs> bad. <you>, <laughs> it was balanced, but there was really only balancing two to three weapons. And then you eliminated the whole like, exploration for yeah, all just, the different weapons you could you get. You can't have these cool I, effects that that's work not in a PvE. Problem for me. Yeah. That transfer to PvP. Well, I mean, I agree with the armor and stuff, but like weapons, I I kind of always treated it like that. Like mm-hmm. I, you don't really use well, the same PvE weapons that you do in PvP, do you? No, no. venture most people don't. That's true, but I think most of the complaints is from the weapons and the abilities and stuff like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that and that was, I mean, yeah, we've had this argument. I I don't know what the solution is. It, it it is. I think I always say Bungie's most difficult thing to actually balance for, but like I guarantee yeah. you. People put on last the ro- one. Yeah. yeah, last one. Rose, rose tinted glasses. People go back. Oh, like when Taken King came out, Trials was at its best. It was, but I guarantee, if we went back in time and went back to that, I guarantee there was something that was overpowered and annoying as hell. Yeah, <laughs> or it doesn't play as well as you think. Yes, yeah. guys, go back I, and play Goldeneye recently. <laughs> <laughs> I always, said, I always <laughs> said, it's not as good as we all remember. <laughs> I always said Trials redefined <laughs> PvP, and it's one of my favorite modes. And I hope when Bungie brings it back, it's really special. Amen. True. Real quick, it's getting a little cold in the studio today. I think oh, jacket, speaking of, Ooh, look at this. I forgot to bring mine. There we go. <laughs> yeah, so they sent it is the actually last a cold wish jacket. raid jackets. It's a bomber jacket. Show That's them the pretty shoulder. cool. Show them the right shoulder. That's pretty the right cool. One, one second. Yeah. Okay. There, you can you can lean this one into it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there so you get got, the close up there. You got that. 
Bam. My, Nicely my done. Gamer tag. You got this. Nicely Last Wish done. Raid. It's pretty cool. It's actually it's actually really hefty and warm. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully the other seven people cool, that beat warm. the raid they, <laughs> the first week get there soon. Will you walk right. down the street wearing this jacket? I will. Frick yeah, there I you will. Go. And can we get you a set of aviators before you do? I have I them in the car. There, there we go. You know I wear aviators. All right, that's good. That's good. <laughs> that's what's missing with yeah. this uh, ensemble. But so I just wanted to cool, show man. everybody really quick the jacket. And uh, Sean, what happened? Did did you get one? <laughs> $180? Right. <laughs> yeah, right. What he's trying yeah. to say is you did not beat the raid. I'm trying to say is wait. What was good. the qualification though? Yeah, to beat the race the before the reset. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. before uh, reset. So I think yeah, I don't think I did. It was really tough. Yeah. You had four days? No, three days. Four. Days. I can't remember yeah. when I did beat the raid. Yeah, I don't know if it was in the first week. Yeah, I didn't beat oh, it, but it wasn't too long after. Yeah. It also comes with these. They're like some some tags that you can put on for your particular subclass. Oh, that's if cool. If you're interested, so. yeah, this cool. is yeah. the nerdiest jacket of all time. <laughs> it is really amazing, and I love it. It is good. It's a nice jacket. It is cool. It's very warm. Oh, that huh? looks so great. Can you put it away now? I dig it. <laughs> I dig it. Like, yeah, she likes it. That's solid. Anyway, I just wanted to show it off really quick. Before we transition it's to done. the next topic, the next topic is going to be Gambit changes. A bunch of changes are coming to Gambit. Most importantly, the final round. Stephen, we talked about this a little bit before the show. Mm-hmm. Tell us about it. There, yeah, there's a lot of quality of life changes coming to Gambit, and I think they're awesome. One Talk of the about ma- the end. Yeah, one of the main complaints is Gambit took too long, mm-hmm. and it would be faster to get blown out 0-2 than tie it up on the second round. Uh, so they're fixing that. The third round is just going to be a straight-up boss fight. They haven't said exactly what it is. I think it's just going to be that primeval thing where you get the uh, Malfeasance quest. Mm-hmm. But I think that's a great um, change. And then they're also changing uh, spawn points, because right now if you're very good gamut player, you know exactly where the invader's going to spawn, and you could just snipe him out. And uh, they're changing blockers. I yeah. like the blocker yeah. change a lot, because mm-hmm. you if you spawn the lowest level CJ blockers... CJ actually came up with that. On yeah. the, or I don't know if they listened. CJ is the one who fixed it, everybody. All me. There Bungie you go. Did a did little, Bungie did a little bit, Thank, but thanks, CJ guys. is really the one we should all credit it was all me. for fixing it was all me. Gambit. Thank you, CJ. You're welcome. So on five modes, you're getting a Taken <laughs> Goblin, and I was talking to Sean about this. When I first heard that, I was kind of like, that's kind of weird, but then I thought. Remember, they had that immune mechanic. Mm-hmm. If you send like four of those at the same time, oh yeah. yeah. Can you imagine a team of guardians who aren't on mic together coordinating like which one to shoot at <laughs> yeah, the same yeah. time? Like, so that's they're all going annoying. immune. Yeah. The medium they, blocker. Also, if they if you do two, they'll just protect each other. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Medium Ooh. blocker is a taken captain with more health than the previous knight, and then and the large blocker is a taken knight with more health than the previous ogre. I don't know if it's going to be a sword knight or one mm-hmm. of those blaster knights. But I, I like those changes. And yeah. um, another thing that people have always complained about, and I knew I wasn't crazy, Queen Breaker's bow had a bug Nerfing. in it. But I had 200 aim assist. Yeah. 200% aim assist. <laughs> people were giving me crap about saying it was overpowered. I could literally close my eyes and shoot in the air and get a kill. As long as you're, literally, as long as you were facing the right direction. Yeah. yeah. Like, you could, like, hit as long fire as the Guardian almost. wasn't behind yeah. you. So you hopefully, hopefully power ammo won't be too prevalent in yeah. Gambit. Because yeah. I always thought it was more fun when you're just using like your super, your primaries, or specials. They also changed one of the stats that allowed you to get the Dredgen title because it was almost yep. impossible to, like to invade. Do I know you don't like it because you got, got it, but the, like it. the issue is because of the amount of power ammo that people are getting, I'm still like, those are the only things I need to get in order to get it where you needed to be the invader and you needed to kill a person invading with your super. Nobody ever invades with a super. No, wait. They use Queensbreaker. Well, what, what did it used to 
used to be you needed to kill an, an invading guardian while they were super. Yes. Right? Yes. So exactly. Oh, how did they change it? Yeah. Now it's just if anywhere in, in their super. super. Yes. If you're in a yeah. super and you kill someone, it yeah. counts. This yeah. is why I don't chase titles and stuff. No, but that's so, exactly what you know, I'm trying to talk about. Yeah, yeah. So I think this is crap because <laughs> it, you got the title yeah, because it makes it. Well, yeah, not specifically about It lessens your accomplishment. Well, it not only does it lessen it, but yeah, it makes it more widely accessible. Like now it's it's easier to get. Yes. And the thing is, I don't think titles should be easy to get. I don't think anything at the high end should be yeah. easy to get. And a change like this, like, listen, I get it. It was frustrating. I was frustrated when I did it. Yeah. But it led to me being like, anytime anyone supered and was invading, I would like balls to the wall, <laughs> run at them because I needed that kill. And it took yeah. me like a month. Yeah. But I finally got it. Mm-hmm. So if I can do it, then I think it's easy enough. Right? <laughs> yeah. That so, should be enough. Let me interject that the issue is is when things like Queensbreaker were top of the meta, nobody was nobody was going in as an invader using your super. That That's was true. Is that true? You were? Oh. I'm just trying to show off the jacket <laughs> while you talk. But don't blame it on the meta. Some I was us, playing during the same time. Yes, but there is something to be said where at the beginning of the introduction to Gamut, there's a lot of people who are learning that game mode. And so now, once you got to that point where you're like, no, I'm not going to invade with the super because it puts me on notice. So nine times out of ten, you would oh, you would always get the power ammo. And if you had Queensbreaker, <laughs> you'd basically, yeah, you'd aim at somebody's foot and hit them in the head. Like, I would never, I have, like, slow motion replays of that yeah. happening. There would never be a time where I would go in and use my super. And when people started to realize that, I think the, the solution, because I hear what you're saying, I don't disagree with it, there could have potentially been a bounty or something to incentivize people using their super going in as an invader mm. to kill the four people. Maybe they'll right. that. But like, now, that, now that you've fixed that. For all me I'm too. saying is that <laughs> yeah. that meta didn't shift all that much between the time oh. I got it and the time people are doing it now. Absolutely it would have. Tr- no. Yeah, because, no. no, listen. That's crap. No, absolutely That's not. Crap. Because people would not have had Queensbreaker and any of these OP weapons the first few months of that. John is saying he got it yeah, during but the I same didn't, time. Yeah, but no, I, know, I didn't but. get it during that time. Like, I didn't have a Queensbreaker until well into my Gambit. I actually yeah. got my title. I got my title before I got Queensbreaker. Yeah, like a month ago. Right, mm, little, no longer than that. A little no. bit longer. Yeah, but, but like in December, it was right after the holiday party. Right. Yeah, that was. <laughs> yeah, because you oh, left actually, the holiday party. Now. Yeah. To anyways, like it feels like 2019 is really long. <laughs> yeah. I but, hear what you're saying. I'm not disagreeing with you because it it Bungie has done this in a few different things with Redrick's broadsword and all the rest of that stuff, and people felt similar when those things happen as well. So. Yeah. All I'm saying is that like this trend of making things easier because people whine about it, I don't like it and I don't approve <laughs> because I want th- like things that are desirable for me are the things that are hard to get. And I think for a lot of, of the most engaged people, that's yeah. how it is. So it just, yeah, we'll see more dredgens out in the wild and I guess that's okay. <laughs> I guess I'll have to get a new title. <laughs> yeah, you will. I, and the rest are based on RNG. So yeah. good yeah, luck with that. Moral of the story is like, yeah, just keep whining about it and they'll make it easier at some point. <laughs> like the Malfeasance quest, you know what? I'm after I, after I did those sure. hundred runs, I was just like, I'm done. Like I, They're going to fix it. I know they will because yeah. they've historically just made it easier for people to get things. Yeah, like, listen, I'm not advocating for things yeah. to be broken, but let's be real. Like, there were a good amount besides Wayfair. Dredgen was the next most prevalent title. Yeah. It wasn't as if... It was achievable. Yeah, like it wasn't as if no one could get it and it was way too hard that yeah. necessitated this change, I think. Now, maybe the devs did think that and I guess that's their prerogative because I'm not a dev, right? Pretty sure they have data to potentially yeah. see where people are getting like... I'm pretty sure they have data. I'd have, if I had a guess, Dredgen's <laughs> probably the number one title. Yeah. yeah. Over Wayfair even. Yeah, I, I would say. say so. Yeah. 
out. Some other changes. More wayfarers. Some other changes besides Sean's title nerf. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Shotguns are getting a damage multiplier in PVE activities, uh, doubling their damage. Legend Acrius is an exception to the rule, of course. And then the full auto rate of fires, shotguns is now 10% down from 100%. I don't know if I like that one. And then uh, default rate of fire for a bunch of stuff was uh, reduced. So Yeah, they're basically yeah. nerfing full auto shotguns like uh, um, Escalation Protocol and, and the new Rage Shotty, and they're buffing the other shotguns. Uh, I, I don't see, like, like... I can see why they're doing it, because... Right now in PvE, you're only going to use a full auto shoddy. You're not yeah. ever going to use like, like a like a, a slug shoddy or some whatever like that. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah, I kind of I don't know. Like, here's the thing: is like, see, this is getting into that thing where like most engaged players, the most hardcore players, are always going to find what is the best, and what is the most loadout. efficient, yeah. and use that loadout exclusively. Right? Yeah. So I get that, yeah. like one eyed mask. Yeah, like it's but problematic. That's been adjusted. Oh, well, yeah, it's no. pro- like it's problematic when. Everyone who raids or everyone who does the raid at the high end or whatever needed to use the EP shoddy, right? Yeah. And they look at that and they're like, well, that sucks because no one's using all these other cool weapons, right? Yeah, absolutely. But we look at that and like, this is fun. Yeah, but we look at that and we're like, oh, you have to get that weapon. It's like yeah. 100% necessary. And when you get it, it's more fun. Yeah, and like now you've earned it and it's awesome, right? Like, yeah. I don't, I think this goes back to like whenever they need to nerf one weapon, yeah. they nerf a whole class of weapons and it yeah. just doesn't work. I, I mean, it's some well, of the reason why Galhorn got nerfed. Like at, for a little while in Destiny 1, Truth became the new Galhorn because it had more in the tube and mm-hmm. it was pretty aggressive tracking all the rest of that stuff. But No one remembers that time. Well, it was a while <laughs> ago. And it was a while ago. And I'm just saying like that was the, the Wolfpack aggressive rounds were the things that they nerfed because it just made Galhorn too strong. And so they do have a history of doing this. I think, again, with positive intentions, but you're right. It affects the gameplay in weird ways, especially when you've been playing this way for the last like year and a half. Well, it also right? just takes away the carrot, right? Like if you're a person who didn't have EP shoddy and you wanted it because it's awesome – now it's like, well, I don't really need it because it's not that good anymore. Yeah, you know? I mean, like it just mm-hmm. takes away the carrot. But this is the Destiny story. I feel like th- this will always be the yeah. ebb and flow of what Destiny is. So always- you mentioned truth real quick. Yeah. If you haven't seen this video, go on YouTube and, w- and search for The Last Truthbender. Oh, oh yes. <laughs> it's a PvP video of opposite this guy direction. I've seen really it. making use of the aggressive <laughs> tracking. It's so good. It's from Destiny 1. It's awesome. Yeah, it's so good. But it's like, really cool. Those are situations where it's like, <laughs> that is broken and it needed to be nerfed. Mm. But it's also so fun exactly. and awesome. And yeah. I agree with you. I understand why they're balancing the, these things and why they nerfed them. They didn't want anyone to feel excluded. But if you think about it, those are the reasons that create stories. What are the two stories in Destiny 1 that are the most prevalent? Luke Cave. Mm-hmm. And I didn't <laughs> buy Galahorn because it was a rocket launcher in yeah. week two. <laughs> exactly. And I regret it for the rest of my life. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think there are any stories like that in Destiny 2, are there? No, not really. Or, or when Alfredo and I were recording my Zer visit and I accidentally bought Lucky, Lucky Raspberry oh, instead of what I needed. Coins. Oh. Yeah. And then I ran out of oh. coins. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> and oh, I was, it's funny, we're doing the Let's Play. I'm like, Wait, yeah, real quick, I'll just inspect over- it. Boop. He misclicked. Yeah. <laughs> Over Galahorn? It was like raspberry instead of oh, some Galahorn. other thing that I Gosh. really needed. Yeah, and I don't Galahorn. know if yeah. you guys remember this. Do you remember when you could cheese Atheon off? Yeah. yeah. Pushing solar him off the ledge. Nades? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this was never confirmed. That was funny. But do you remember when Xur sold uh, the gauntlets, the solar grenade gauntlets, like six weeks in a row? <laughs> yeah. Do you guys, do, do you guys not no. remember that? 
it was a thing on the weekends. What does Zer have? What does Zer have? Something new, something new. But Warlocks always had those gauntlets. <laughs> and people were like, it's a punishment because Warlocks cheesed Atheon. Like, now Bungie's pissed and you're going to get the same damn exhaust every single week. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, that's, that's good. Awesome. And then Titan Helmet. I mean, that's the last thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They didn't One add invisible hammers for you. They didn't add anything <laughs> yeah. like that. They actually Instead, nerfed, nerfed you it. just a little Great. bit. Yeah. So, you know. Congrats. It needed a nerf. Too. It did I mean, listen, I will agree. It needed a nerf, mm-hmm. but I think go. now it's like I think they might have overdone it. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm okay with that. Yeah, that's everything for the news this week. Uh, yeah, I don't know if you guys want to give any last thoughts about the show, but uh, I will thank the community for just being a part of this and letting us do this. And I, uh, there's actually uh, one more thing that I wanted to throw to real quick before we we end the show, and it's it's a thank you to all the guests. We tried to get all of them in this montage. Hopefully, we did. If we didn't, I apologize. But uh, we've Put a, put a monetize of all the guests that have been a part of Fireteam Chat over 200 episodes. Uh, we've done a lot, a lot on this show. And just as a thank you, we want to take a look back and remember everybody who's been here with us and a part of this. It is Dado. Dado. Hey, King Gathalian. That's me. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I'm on the Lord today. The Hi, I'm known Manual as Lisa setup. Lauren on Twitch. Luke Smith and Mark Noseworthy, two leads on Destiny 2. Guys, you just had your big reveal. How do you feel? I go under the alias of Isle of Noobs on uh, the interwebs. Uh, we have Patrick from Planet Destiny. Howdy. Hi, I'm Carla Lafondra. I'm here with Eric and Deej from Bungie. And we are here <laughs> with none other than no Holtzman from Planet Destiny. This is none other than... Morla, Gorondona, the voice of Eris. This is Dado. I am here with none other other than my name is Fife. First episode. First episode. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? And I am here in LA with Dado. Hello. And today we have my name is Bife. How's it going? How are you guys doing? Along with Scott from Bungie. Hi, how's it going? (laughs) And of course, Deej, you are back. We interviewed you today. It's good to see you again. Good to be here. With today we have a special guest, actually. Sean Pitts. Sean Pitts. Oh, oh, no And way. with us today is Scott Taylor. Hi. Hi, how's it going? It's okay. Well, look CJ, at this. CJ. Oh, <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> and also Teach. Oh, no. This is all normal. And we have a guest today, Grenader Jake. Thank you so much for stopping by. Yeah, thanks for having me on the show. Miss Team KK via Skype. We are so excited to have you. <laughs> and joining us in the studio, I'm very happy to announce, is Pope. Oh, Pope, Pope, how's it going? Awesome. Uh, I forgot the they were Pope. both on. The, yeah. the Pope. The Pope. Pope. Am I the Pope? Yes. Grenader <laughs> Jake is also here. Hello, everybody. Well, joining us in the studio today is Miss 5000 Watts. Thank you so much for being <laughs> we here. We figured out to monitor it's the later. And we have Say No to Rage, our special <laughs> Three guest. Three back, baby. you? My name is Fallout. I've got a YouTube That's channel. A YouTube.com slash Fallout Plays. I'm on Twitch as well. So that was a look at a lot of the guests who have managed to be on the show, be a part of it. And thank you for either viewing or coming to Guardian Con and being a part of our live panels or just saying hello or just watching every week and inviting us into your life. And also, CJ, this jacket is amazing. I mean, (laughs) just letting you know. Put it this way. It looks really warm and the studio is always freezing cold. It's very puffy. So it's good for recording this show. Dude, that's pretty cool. I mean, so I met Bife uh, basically on that episode, that episode that you guys were away, I think at PAX or something like that. And Fran was like, hey, you want to be on the show? I'm like, yes. And then after (laughs) that, we had to do a weird, you know, uh, it was Crimson Doubles. Yeah. So it was right around like a couple weeks ago. And that was, yeah, my first episode. Yeah, almost like over, just a little over three years ago now. So Stephen and I did Crimson Doubles for a uh, PlayStation stream a few days ago. It was really fun. Yeah. Was That's fun. a really good mode. It dreading it, good. but it was fun. So they can do 2v2 <laughs> a limb. They can do 2v2 yeah. a limb. And we had a blast. Yeah. It was really, really good. Just, just get more, more in there. Yeah. Wait, 
Yeah. You can't res in Crimson Tunnels, can you? No. You can't not, res. No, we were like, joking about it, yeah, too. Yeah. Like, res, there was, yeah, yeah, res. I remember there was one point where I died next to Destin. I was like, revive me, Destin. <laughs> and I literally saw his guardian look at my orb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, just muscle Maybe. memory, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's oh, good. Man. like that model app. But uh, thank you to Bungie also for making a, a fantastic game that has sort of brought Absolutely. this this community i've met so many people and there's so many major influencers now in the in the video game space that are that are or got their start from destiny yeah. and, and it's really cool to see what this game has managed to do externally and then guardian con raising money for children and yeah and it, it is a special experience you know i come on the show and i i complain and i whine <laughs> we'll say whine about a lot of stuff but at the end of the day destiny brings together some of the best people in the industry. Absolutely. And it's it's amazing to see how they've grown and what the community has managed to do for society as a whole. Yeah. So 100%. thank you, Bungie. And thank you for making a, a great game. Absolutely. Sean, I'm going to miss you very much. I'm going to miss you guys too, but you yeah. know, I won't be going too far. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I'll still be playing Destiny and we'll all still be gaming together and all of us game together regularly right. now. And yeah. I don't think that'll change. So mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, I just, you know, I want to thank the community and I want to thank you guys for giving me the opportunity to be on this show. Des- like like you said, Destin, the best part of Destiny as a game is the community. Yeah. And like sometimes it's hard for us to remember that like, you know, as we all sit in this room just talking with one another and there's no one else in here, uh, that there's all these people out there whose lives have been affected by the game and by the content we make. And so that's really gratifying for us and we thank you guys for that. And I'm just going to miss you guys all so much. Yeah, and I miss, I miss you too, man. It's going to be weird when we come back next week or future episodes and it's going to be like, Oh, Steven might have to carry the chomp chomp torch for just a yeah. little bit. It, it was also weird because Fran transitioned out a little while ago, too. So yeah. Uh, definitely, yeah, playing with you online. Even, you know, we've been producers here in the office. Uh, yeah, going to miss having you around. But I know that uh, you're just a Discord message away. And I'm it's sure true. I won't be going far. Often, so. Yeah, and I, can part of my life. An, I can send you an invite and you'll not join. Let me play with you. <laughs> It'll be great. <laughs> I'm not very good at PvP. Sean really <laughs> likes PvP. He's like, yeah, I'd rather win this round. That was good. <laughs> I'll always play with you. That was good. Unless and, my squad's full. Which it is all the time. Which time. We get these yeah. matches going. No, I'm excited for yeah some of the new content okay, with Season of the Drifter and everything else, too, coming yeah, up. So I'm going to miss for, you a lot, Sean. Yeah. You, you brought a lot to this show, and I appreciate your wisdom. And always be the guy that kind of goes against the grain. and. I think I think every show needs someone like that. It's valuable. Thanks. Yeah. You it sure is. I wasn't the shill? Because that's what you fluctuated. <laughs> like it's weird. Only in the what last like few <laughs> yeah, months. Exactly. The last few months since like that Andrew debate, you went from like you know maybe shill, but then you went to like villain. You you did the WWE like yeah. heel thing, where all of a sudden you became the villain and you just embraced it so well. So I actually appreciate you're just like I'm saying it how it is. I don't care. <laughs> I do enjoy kind of being the heel of this show. <laughs> but I did think it was really funny that like for so long I was the villain and the heel. And then and for the, show. the last two <laughs> months or so, people were like, that Finnegan guy is bought off and paid for it. And I was like, me? <laughs> like, yeah. You must, be new, show, you must right? be new around here. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> well, uh, do you think you got one more outro before you go? Of course, man. I'll always, I'll have infinite amount of outros for this show. Right. Perfect. Well, that's it for this episode, everybody. Until next time, Guardians, Guardians out. out. Oh. And there was one more thing. Take it away, Deej. Hey, Fireteam Chat. It's Deej from Bungie, sending along my most heartfelt congratulations on your 200th episode. It's been an awesome journey, and we've been so grateful that you've been an important part of it. We've enjoyed sitting on your set in three cities, on two continents, and we're looking forward to being guests again real soon. Thanks for leading such a great conversation about the game we all share. And to Sean specifically... 
We know it's your last show, so we wish you all the luck in the world on your next adventure. We would have loved to have played a more active role on this episode, but we're heads down getting ready for the season of The Drifter. That conversation begins next week, so stay tuned. Once we've revealed what's next, we'll be making an appearance on Fireteam Chat again to talk all about it. So keep your eyes on us in all the usual places, and we'll see you next week. Eyes up, Guardians. Deej out.